I'm going to title my message as Thou Shall Move On. Thou Shall, what's the word? Move On. Thou Shall Move On. I believe, I believe uh, this should be actually the uh, 11th commandment of God. You know, after all the 10 commandments, I believe personally I would say, this should actually be the 11th commandment of God. Thou shall, thou shall move on. A lot of people are stuck. Uh, I want to hit right at you today. Thou shall move on, leaving the past behind you. When you follow Jesus, garbage baggages must be left behind. When you're going on a trekking, I saw some of our young guys go on trekking at Sedona last week, and when I saw them, they were, I didn't see anybody carrying luggages with them. They took luggages with them to Arizona, but when they were trekking the beautiful mountains of Sedona, I didn't see nobody carrying luggages with them. Why? Because you must keep those luggages in the home, wherever you kept them, wherever you're leaving them. When you're climbing on an altitude, leave things behind. God is calling his children to climb up with him to the mountaintop. He is the God of the valleys, the God of the mountains. He's actually asking the children to climb up to the mountaintop. When you look at theologically, and of course when you look through uh, uh, scripturally, uh, and also ministry-wise in different spaces, you have to understand something about territorial forces that work in place in every region, territorial forces. This morning, I just stepped into our revelation class done by Dr. Blessing uh, in between uh, both the services, beautiful class. And uh, as he was just reminding, there are principalities that every regional territory, principalities, princes of demonic influences that rule over principalities, that rule over these territories. But you have to understand something. When you look at, uh, at you know, temples and mosques and any other religious shrines, everybody tries to build their shrine at an altitude. If you have looked at They want to try to occupy mountain ranges. You have to see the significance of it because they claim and they believe the higher you are, the more powerful you occupy the territory. The higher your visibility is in the township, that anybody can see you from how much ever far away they are, that's your influence radar. That's the territory you occupy. The higher you climb. Are you with me? So, you know, in, in, in a particular village, I know, uh, you know, they have uh, an, a, another religious institution that was built and another group and built uh, another religious institution and there was a tug of war between whose shrine will be the highest. And people who actually were part of the government, they did not give the sanctions and the allowances for the next religious group to actually build a shrine higher than the first shrine that was already placed. If you look at it spiritually, you and me, we must position ourselves on a higher altitude with God. Listen to this very carefully. I'm taking the church somewhere today. This year, God has asked us to go beyond the borders. We've been working in the valleys for too long. We've been in the valleys doing stuff for too long. But as Nehemiah says, there are people who are appointed to be in the valleys. Let them do whatever they ought to do. But there are few that are called to be on the wall, on the highest point. Why? Because there are things God wants to talk to you and you have to do when he calls you to that highest point. 
Leave things behind what you must leave it behind and carry on the journey that God, God is calling you to move on. Thou shalt move on. Sometimes in life, we keep our baggages with us as we are continuing to go. If you have to grow, you must go. But your going should never come with those excess baggages of your past. The more baggages we are carrying in our life, it will hinder and it will limit our growth in the Lord. Are you with me, church? As we are going, God wants us to grow. Are you with me, church? This season, God is wanting us to go, to step out, to go beyond the borders. And I believe as the church is going, that's where we will see our growth. In our going, we are going to see the growth in spaces. You know, wherever God takes the ministries of the church, leaving things behind, but going to the altitude where he is calling it. Number one, the altitude determines where you see God and where you see your future. That actually opens the door for your destiny because you will stand in the promise of God, rely on his understanding, not on your ability, on his understanding, and he will unction and open up those doors for your life which has seemed to be impossible. Thou shall move on. It's part four that I want to preach about from the series we've been talking, going beyond the borders in this year. Listen, every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. Listen to this very carefully. This morning I preached at our Malayalam service. Every new beginning comes from something or some other beginning's end. John chapter 12 verse 24 says, Very truly I tell you, unless a wheat falls to the ground and dies. Listen to those words very carefully. John chapter 12 verse 20, 24. It says, Very truly I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. See, that's the principle. The principle of God's word is when you sow, you shall reap. And your sowing might look like nothing is happening, but beneath the system, the ecosystem where you have placed it, something is taking place. Oh, you have no understanding here. Hallelujah. When you put those seeds in the ground, there is a season for that seed to be hidden. It's not dead. It's hidden under the surface. But some shaking and some movement, some movement is taking place only to reveal what is left behind will make you miss what's before you. What's left behind? The seed had to fall on the ground. The seed had to die. Death brings out new life. Are you with me, church? That's the principle of resurrection in Christ Jesus. This season, God is asking us to go beyond the borders, to climb up the altitude, to, to move on. Thou shalt move on. But listen, as you do so, God is encouraging the body of Christ to reveal to yourself what's your standing today. There are certain old things that has to pass away. There are some old things that must be buried. There must be things in your life that comes to our eye. 
tea. Are you with me, church? That's why I think a couple of months ago when we were doing some baptisms at our church, I told, you know, whenever we do baptisms, I think I need to keep some people under the water for at least four to five minutes so that the old self is dead. And we say, R.I.P. to that old man. R.I.P. to the old Justin. R.I.P. to that old self. You know, whatever that old is. And when they come back up again, they are a new creation in Christ Jesus. You become new in the Lord. Why? Because the old has to die. Listen, you have to understand every new beginning comes from some other beginnings end. Something that you began in your life will come to an end some point. And that's where there is a new revolution, a new restoration, a new you begins when the old you has died and passed away. As a Christian, what does God call us to do? To deny ourselves. To crucify ourselves daily. And to follow the image of Christ. So that in the newness of who you are, you reflect Christ and His image in our daily conduct and our work. In everything that we do. So this year as we are going, going to go, going and growing in the Lord. Going beyond the borders. Help yourself understand. The Lord wants you to climb up to a higher altitude. So that you begin to reflect the image of God. Moses was called from the valley to the mountain top. Guess what happened after 40 days of Moses talking to God. When he came down. People could not see his face. Why? Because of the glory of God that was shining and radiating through his face. People could not see. People started seeing him differently. Why? Because he was so used to the presence of God that it, he began to radiate God-likeness through him. Are you with me, church? Because the altitude changes everything. This year, get up to go to the altitude. This year, going beyond the borders in your personal walk and your family walk. In, within your families, I pray that you'll go beyond the borders to get to the altitude. Because that's where real transformation is taking place. That's where you begin to see who God really is. That meeting place with God. I'm not asking you all to climb up some mountain now. No, in your spiritual journey, let's have that exercise that you are meeting with God and setting up your life on that higher altitude where He is calling the church to be individuals. He is not asking us to rely on earthly stuff, but on to Him that we climb up those mountains so that we rely on the presence of God. Joshua chapter 1, verse 1 to 6. Joshua chapter 1, verses 1 to 6. You might have read the scriptures earlier in the past, wherever. But let's just journey through the scripture again today. It says, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses is eight. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, then you and all these people... Get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land that I'm about to give them to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot on as I promised to Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon, from the great river to the Euphrates, all the Hittite country, including all the termites, to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life as I was with 
Moses, all this is a prophetic word to somebody else here. I declare that over your life, your family, your children, as I was with Moses, so will I be with you. I will never leave you, nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. You know, what I was, I, God gave me the scripture a couple of weeks ago for today. And so I was speaking and I'm preparing all my thoughts together. Karthika bought this uh, uh, speech yesterday during our anniversary. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and be courageous. See, sometimes in life, with all the failures that has happened in the past, it will continue to limit you. It will never allow you to move on. But God is asking every individual in this room, there is a season for you to dwell in your past, but now is the season for us to move on. Thou shalt move on. This is the commandment of God. You can dwell on it no longer. It's about time for you to move on. What is the story helping us understand here? Moses, one of the greatest leaders that the church life have ever seen. One of the greatest leaders that the children of Israel has ever come across. The great leader Moses is no more. Listen, when we actually read through these stories, you have the privilege of reading through the story of Moses. He is dead. So what? So many people in the past have died. Adam died. You know, um, Enoch died. Uh, Noah died. So many people died. So what? Moses died as well. So what? What's a big deal? What, what, what is that big deal? So many pieces, people came. They lived their life. They were called unto God. They walked with God. God took them off. God, some died. You know, we come across these individuals who have passed on. And you read the story of Joshua. It's another story. Sometimes when some people die, they leave a chasm. They leave a void that nobody can ever fulfill. Are you with me? When somebody dies, I have no idea about, I didn't know nothing about Kobe Bryant. Did nothing about Kobe Bryant. But I did shed some tears when I saw my young people crying for Kobe Bryant. I walked into one of our I think it was a life group meeting or something that we were having at uh, uh, Pastor Biju's house. And I walk in there and I see everybody. Uh, I think it was a baby shower. We walked in and everybody were crying. And I'm like, what happened? Kobe died. I'm like, who? <laughs> see, I had no idea. I had no idea. But listen to this. When the greatness of one man passed away, it left behind a void that perhaps nobody can ever fulfill. Today, when we reflect to the story of Kobe Bryant, you see that nobody can ever be the person and the life that probably he has lived and achieved. Now, you have to take your understanding to the same level when you look and read through the life of Moses, one of the greatest leaders of all time, dying away for the children of Israel. Now they were sulking in grief because they have no hope at all. Moses died. He brought us out of Egypt. Moses, he walked into the room of, of Pharaoh and, and challenged Pharaoh and liberated all of us. And Moses, who helped us, led, led us for so many years. Moses, for those people, the life of Moses passing away 
was not as easy as you and me are reflecting and reading perhaps because right after Moses' death, you see the next person come up. But it did not happen right away when you actually read through the book of Joshua. People are grieving the laws. People are shocking the laws. People are waiting to see another person to come up and they don't know what is going on. They, they're filled with so much confusion. Like what next? What's about my future? What's about my children? God promised the God promises the promised land, but where is the promised land? Where are we going? What's going on? But listen, the book of Joshua is actually a book of a great transition in the Old Testament. The first five books, when you read through, it's, it's, it's books of, uh, that talks to us about the creation, the books uh, that talks to us about, about the laws, the, the commands and the doings that the children of Israel had to do. And in a new form, the new children, the new Israel that we are, we are to follow. And it's all the commandments, the laws that were presented, what you ought to do in the presence of God was all declared in the first five books of the Bible. But then comes a transition, a huge transition that takes place when Joshua is appointed by, by God. Now, the reason why I titled my message as Thou Shalt Move On is because there's a season for people to grieve the loss of somebody who died, but it's another season for them to pick up and to get going because they're still far short of the promised land. And that's where you see Joshua being appointed by God. Now listen, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' of Moses' aid, Moses, my servant is dead. Now then you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I am about to give them. See, that's a prophetic word. This was the word that was given to Moses. Now, these are the same words that are given to Joshua when you see that. Why? Because when God sees a leader that was used mightily has come to an end, he raises up another person. But while I mention this, while I mention this, I must mention God did not pick up Joshua just because he wanted to. He saw the desire in Joshua's heart. The desire to see and seek the presence of God separated him from the rest of every individual. This year, as you're going to go going beyond the borders, the desire of your heart is reflected on your conducts. Moses left the tent is what the word says. But Joshua lingered around the tent. See, Moses wanted to seek the presence of God. He will climb up the mountain. He will talk to God, not in dreams and visions, but he will talk to God face to face. Are you with me, church? Tag along. He will climb up the mountains. He will go inside the tent and he will start talking to God face to face, not in dreams, not in visions, not through a prophetic word that somebody else had shared. No, but face to face with God. Don't just read it like a story, but read it as if you are talking to God face to face when you get in the presence and the closeness and the intimacy of who God is. So when Moses comes out from the presence of God, his face is all radiating. Joshua, a young leader, 
who is working, watching his great master do all of the things that he's been doing and he's so separated out as a leader. There's an inner desire in Joshua. Moses left the tent to go do other things. But how can I now practice and chase after the presence of God? Lingering around the tent is what the scriptures help us to understand. What does it mean? That even though Moses left, but I have this inner desire to seek him, to know him, and to grow in him. Are you with me, church? To seek him, to know him, and to grow in him. The inner desire of Joshua, who saw it? God saw it. So the next leader that was appointed to take on the reins of Moses, who will God appoint? Of course, Joshua. Why? Because there's a desire in him to reflect the glory and the goodness of God. Even if the leader leaves, but I just want to hang around a little bit. Because if I get a little bit of an opportunity, I want to talk to this God face to face, like how Moses was doing it. So when God calls him out and separates him for a great work and ministry, what does God say? He said, I will give you every place where you set your foot on. Listen to this very carefully. I will give you that place wherever the children of Israel goes. I will give you that place wherever you set your foot on because that is going to be your inheritance. Reason why he was declaring when he was walking around the tent, lingering around the tent, if only I could just meet with my God face to face. The inner desire of his life reflected in the anointing he's carrying to relieve, to take the people to the next place where they are journeying on. Listen, I will give you every place where you set your foot on. Can I have the worship team? As I promised to Moses, your territory will extend in all of those promises. And verse 5 says, no one will be able to stand against you. Well, you know, this has been, this has been a promised word over my life. This has been a promised word of my life. When I pray, you know, God has given me this courage to stand against whatever may come. Because I believe in the scripture, no one will ever stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so will I be with you. See the desire of his heart. The desire of his heart. He lingered around the presence of God, lingered around the tent of God, just wanting to have that glimpse of heaven, just wanting to have that inch to make his move within if he has the opportunity. But when Moses, the great leader, has passed away, God chooses this young leader to lead. Why? Because his desire to seek his presence. Thou shalt move on. It was a season for it was a season for you to grieve the loss. It was a season for you to stay back. But now it's a season. And a season is changing and you must reflect it. Season is changing for your growth. As you go, you shall grow, says the word. As you go, shall you grow. That's the word that I want to give to my church. But this season, when you look back, you have to understand. Don't let what's behind you make you miss what's before you. A lot of times, we look back at our old glory. We look back 
at the place where we were eating good meat in Egypt, eating with garlic and onions and everything put together. So all the spices, we think of all of that. But when God says, I'm going to liberate you and take you to your own space, you know, there's something about eating your own food than to be eating somebody else's. Are you with me? There's a blessing about eating your own food than to eat somebody else's given leftovers. God promised the children of Israel, you shall eat your own, not just the blessings of cultivated in somebody else's. And even as I declare this word, let this come as a prophetic word into your life. This is the season the church must move on. Past regrets, move on. Past failures, move on. Whatever was dead is dead. But new beginnings arise from what has been dead. God declares today in this house, don't let what's behind you make you miss what's before you. What's before you? The glory of God. What's before you? The promise of God. What's before you? The promised land. What's before you? The eternal life. What's before you? The promises of God that is for every individual in this room that is before you. Let everything that the past had in your life be buried. Let it decay in the name of Jesus. But let today be a reason for us to celebrate because God says, the way I worship with Moses, so will I be with you. As you go, you shall grow. That's the promise and the principle of God's word. As you go, a lot of us are just sitting. Don't be a sitting duck for the enemy. When you are on the move, the enemy cannot actually target you easily. James took us to shooting range. He talks a little bit about it yesterday night. Not going to share too much. You can talk to him. In fact, he's also planning on starting a life group to all those people who wants to shoot very soon. If I ask James, it'll be really hard to target on something that is constantly moving. Right, James? But it's easier to target on something that is just sitting duck there, that is just sitting idle. Keep moving this season. One step to the other in your spiritual life. In the work that God has asked you to do, keep moving, keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. It may look like nothing is happening, but keep moving, keep pressing forward. See, the more you try to do that, that's where God strengthens you. Why? You're not doing it by your own merit, but you're doing it by the grace of God. It seemed impossible, but I'm still doing it because he strengthens me. Oh, that business venture is impossible, but I'm going to do it. Why? Because God strengthens. Praise the Lord. This education seems impossible, but I'm going to still do it. Why? Because though it is impossible, I rely on the strength of God. Though it seems impossible, though this relationship seems not, can I, I can't work on it, but I'm still going to do it because I don't rely on myself. Some things had to, uh, to die. My old self had to die. But today is a new season for me to go forward. As I go, I shall grow. This season, you're going to grow in Jesus' name. Your family shall grow in Jesus' name. Your ministry shall grow in Jesus. Your influence shall grow in Jesus' name. Joshua, a great leader, second after Moses, but still the same promise and the same ordination that Moses had. Why? 
because the same God who called out Moses called Joshua out. And Joshua makes that classic statement in the scriptures, I and my household, we will continue to serve the Lord. No matter who comes, who doesn't come. But as long as I am alive and my family members are, we will continue to serve the Lord. See, that's, that's something that you make a strong conviction out of the great calling God has placed in your life. That I, no matter what, we will serve the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Young people in this room, what are those convictions you are making, you're drafting for your own life this year? As you go, God wants to grow you. As you go, God wants to bless you. Those impossibilities that seemed totally confused and impossible in your life. God says, I'm going to remove that. I'm going to bless you. But what is that one thing that you're willing to do that actually catches the attention of heaven over your life? Everybody left the tent, but Joshua lingered around. What is that one thing this season that you are willing to do that as you grow in the presence of God, His anointing is deposited on you. That separates you out from every place that you are at. Listen, don't let your past dictate who you are, but let it be a lesson that strengthens the person you will become. Listen to this very carefully. Don't let your past dictate who you are, but let it be a lesson that strengthens the person you will become. You don't know who you're going to become, but God knows. And He has called you. He's anointed you. He's separated you. And the grace of heaven strengthens you. Don't let your past, whatever that past was, it's about time for you to bury it. It's about time to pick up the staff that God has anointed you with to go and to liberate the people and take them to the borders where God has called them to every individual in this room. And I believe this is a season. The victory is in the movement. The answer is in the movement. God has made a way even though it's scaring me. It seems impossible. But this is a new season in the Lord. And listen, as you do so, faith always look forward. It doesn't look backward. Faith always look forward. Impossible is nothing when you believe to trust in God. Whatever that dream is, my friend, whatever God has blessed you with to think through the season, God says, I will bless the work of your hand. Can I tell you? Whatever you touch is going to turn into gold. Why? Because the hands of God. It's the hands of God in your life. Whatever you commit to work to, it's going to be a blessing for the body of Christ. Why? By His merits alone. By His grace alone. So this season be a season for us to just move on. Move on. Every past must die today. Every negative thought must die today. Every hindrance of the enemy must die today. Because in Christ Jesus, you are a new person. You are a new you in Christ Jesus.